0: The hottest games, right from Vegas, and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at highfivecasino.com.
1: high 5 High5 Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at High5Casino.com.
2: High5 Casino.
3: If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code.
1: Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
3: Hello, hello, hello,
2: hello, hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. Joining us every Thursday is our friend, Mark Looper. Mark, are you there, loopy loop. Rob! Hello. You're back in the city. I'm back in the city. Bye-bye Doris. You left your mom's house. How's your arm? Is your arm and your hand working now?
1: Yeah, I'm still going to rehab once a week, but it's getting better.
2: Oh, good, good, good. And what's it like to be back in
1: Harlem, back back at home? It feels so nice to be back and (laughs) back to the city life and all the craziness, you know?
2: You do know your mom's listening to this, so you do say something nice. You do miss Doris. Who's doing your laundry and doing your cooking? I miss you, Mom. Uh, It's me.
1: It's all me. It's it's all on me. So I miss my mom and my dad for all the help they gave me, but I'm happy to
2: be back. (laughs) Welcome, welcome back, my friend. Do you know what time it is? It is tea Tea time. time. Claire Crowley, who's The Bachelorette, is responding to critics who don't believe in love at first sight. So do you believe... In love at first sight, think about that for a second while I tell you all the details of this juicy story. So Claire definitely does. During the premiere of the new season, season 16, wow, of The Bachelorette, Claire was introduced to Dale Moss. That's the guy she runs off with. He's really cute. He's really handsome. And remember, before he was on The Bachelorette, Ah, Misty went out with him once or twice, Mark. (laughs) Did you know that? I saw that, yes. I know. They met up at a party and then they went for coffee and blah, blah, blah. I'll let Misty tell you all about it on Tuesday's show. So Claire was speaking to Us Weekly about falling head over heels in love with somebody so quickly. And she had a few choice words for those that don't believe it is all at all possible. She said the following. My question would be to people that are saying that. What exactly is your formula for falling in love. Is there only one way to do it? Is there only one example of how it is done? And who decides how long it takes to fall in love? Is it a week, a month, a year, two years? She also mentioned that she knows couples who have been together a long time and they're not madly in love and they seem to be together for convenience. So ultimately, Claire is arguing that love is different for everybody and it's not cookie cutter. What do you think, Mark?
1: Yeah, with I have to agree with Claire on this one. I do think that falling in love is a personal experience, and not everyone's going to have the same experience. And I think sometimes falling in love could mean four vodka sodas and a you know <laughs> and a one night stand, and then there you are. Who knows?
2: <laughs> it is interesting. Love, love is so so different for everybody. I'm very lucky. I met Bruce twenty years ago, and we're still together. And I love him as much today, if not more, than I did back then. We fell in love really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Before Bruce, I dated other guys that I sort of liked but it was a little bit more convenient and I think I liked the idea of somebody loving me mm-hmm. more than I like the idea of being in love. Do you fall in love quickly, Mark? Uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm someone who
1: supports the idea of love at first sight. I, I, can, I can tell you, Rob. I, there, there's there been a, a moment where I like was head over heels after <laughs> one meeting. And there's been others where it took a while. So oh, I'm kind of in the middle. Darling,
2: somewhere. are you talking about me? <laughs>
1: yes,
2: of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, though, this expands to friendships, too. Mm-hmm. I knew very early on, I met you at the Wendy Williams show when you were working there, and I was the star no I wasn't I was the guest sorry I keep forgetting <laughs> that. but I knew that you were going to be in my life I knew I liked you right away I mean yeah. I don't want to kiss you Mark yeah. but I I liked you right away Miss D I walked into OK Magazine as the boss and she was sitting there and within 10 minutes of talking I was like I love this Miss D and now it's been a decade-long relationship Donny too I fell in love with Donny really quickly are you like this with your friends or do you take a long time to make friends
1: no Rob totally I feel you're like you're very loyal to your friends and like you said we've known each other for so long and and so nice that we can work together every week and i get to see you even just virtually it's it's nice to have that
2: bless you but what about you mark are you somebody that that when you meet somebody did you know right away we would be friends or no or have you had that happen
1: I just love the fact that you were so crazy and you had this, this British accent. I just, yes, I knew that I'd like to be around you. I like to be around people who are fun, animated, and who are not afraid to be themselves. And as for my friends, yeah, I, I, a lot of my friends, I, you know, I, I, I we start weird. We, we, I find them to be annoying and then I'm interested and then we're like really close.
2: I love it. Friendship and love. It's so interesting, which brings us to our poll question of the day. Uh, Claire Crowley from The Bachelorette is responding to critics who do not believe in love at first sight. Do you? uh, Do you believe in love at first sight? Yes or no? Uh, Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. You can leave a comment there and be sure to check back tomorrow uh, to hear your results. Mark, what are you working on?
1: Well, speaking of love at first sight... (laughs) Kate Hudson is opening up about her best and worst on-screen kisses. Yes. (laughs) So she made an appearance this week on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop podcast. Oh, Gwyneth. I know. She's so annoying. I do
2: love her, but she is annoying.
1: She's the worst. (laughs) So when she asked Kate Hudson about her best and worst on-screen kisses, Kate said, honestly, you know, I feel like I haven't had the best kissers. I feel like I should have had better ones. (laughs) <laughs> and then she went on to say that one name did come to mind rob she said matthew mcconaughey of course she said the thing is every time i kiss mcconaughey it feels like something has happened like there's snot or wind ew and she said you know so inter- gwyneth of course has to interject and give her own opinion of, <laughs> of her she own does. kiss yeah like she does And she said when she kissed uh, her co-star from uh, from her movies, Iron yeah. Man, uh, Robert Downey Jr., she said it felt like kissing her brother. Ooh. 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 It's, not Ooh. Ni- it's not a nice compliment. Uh, but, you know, when, when she went on to say, Kate Hudson went on to say that her best kisser Ooh. was actually a really, really surprising one, Billy Crudup. Oh. Her co-star from Almost Famous. Now, Rob, you might not remember the scene because it was actually cut from the movie.
2: Oh, my goodness. That's right. Yeah, but she said it was a really good kiss. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So it's, you know, you never know who's going to surprise you in the the bedroom. Rob, what do you think? (laughs) What do you think of this?
2: Well, first of all, Matthew McConaughey, it doesn't matter if you're a bad kisser. I will kiss you all day long. You're just delicious. And Billy Crudup, I know his brother, who's a booker at the Rachel Ray Show. They're two really handsome gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Robert Downey Jr., I think I'd like to kiss him too. (laughs) I'm not... I'm not the best kisser. Shh, don't tell oh, anybody. I'm not that, Mark, I know. Sometimes I practice on my hand. Like, I'm just not... No, don't tell anybody. Shh, don't tell okay, it. Okay. I'm not a really... I'm not good at that, Mark. I don't okay. know. Do you know what it is? It's because I talk too much. Me I know. Sometimes when I'm kissing Bruce... I might talk, and it's not dirty talk. I might say something like, "Oh gosh, did you hear the latest about Kim Kardashian?" I mean, it's not romantic. <laughs> oh, what no. about you, Mark? Do you consider yourself a good kisser? I'm a really good kisser. Oh,
1: shut up! I am. A How do you know? How do
2: you know? Feedback and. <laughs> just self-awareness <laughs> oh, oh that's something that i lack both of actually in fact i think i might be the of paltrow of this podcast keep interrupting <laughs> so that. you're a good guy and do you know when you're kissing somebody mark if they're a good kisser bruce is a better oh, kisser than i am yeah yes. i've had
1: some really bad kisses and sometimes i'll just oh. end it right there i'm like you know what <laughs> i can't do it i can't do
2: this no so if, it, if it's a bad kiss it's over Oh, no, no, that doesn't give people like me any hope. I'm Mm -hmm. a terrible kisser. (laughs) Okay, this romance story I really like. Kristen Bell breaks her silence about Dax's drug relapse. So she broke her silence on The Ellen Show, uh, talking out about her partner, her husband's 16 years. He was in sobriety and then he fell off the wagon using pills. Mm. She said... uh, He's actually doing great. That's good. Mm -hmm. And everybody is up against their own demons. Sometimes it's anxiety. Sometimes it's depression. And sometimes it is substance abuse. They've been married since 2013. And um, she she said that he told her that they needed a different plan. And one of the reasons she loves him so much is he is addicted to growth. Addicted to growth. He's addicted to evolving. He knew he put his family at risk and he didn't want to do that. So he told her and now they're going to work it out together. She also added, which just honestly it brought tears to my, to my eyes. She said she's going to stand with him because he's very, very worth it. Oh, I love this. I hate that he's struggling. I hate that he's doing this, but he looks like he's in a better place. But I love that they're doing this and going through it together. What do you think about these two, Mark?
1: You know, Rob, I love them as a couple. Mm. I've interviewed Kristen many times over the years, and she is one of the most honest and transparent people I know. And what I do appreciate is that she normalizes these moments, because there's a lot of people suffering right now during the quarantine, right. during the pandemic. People are going through these issues, and she's keeping it real. Like, they have problems just like us.
2: Yeah, they really do. I met him, Dax Shepherd, when Jessica Simpson, I was working for Jessica, she was filming Dukes of Hazard, and all the rumor was that she was hooking up with Dane Cook. So I don't think that was actually true. But I remember being with Jessica, and we'd had dinner with Dax and Dane, and we going home in in Jessica's car to her house. And I said to Jessica, I like... I like Dax better. <laughs> like, I mean, Dane Cook's about <laughs> lots of fun, uh-huh. but there's something about him, Mark. He's just so, I think it's because he's a gentleman and there's yeah. got that boyish charm about him. Talking of couples, what is going on with Lily James and Dominic West? We talked about them briefly yesterday, but I think, Mark, you've got all the latest. What's happening? Oh, Rob, the story, I've been following
1: oh. it for days. It's so, it's unraveling in real time. Okay, oh. so you know what happened. You know the situation with Lily James and Dominic. Uh, there was some kind of, you know, alleged cheating scandal. Well, there was some speculation on Monday that Lily James might have called Dominic West's wife on Monday night to reassure Mm. her that the pictures that are floating around the internet are simply harmless. Now, Mm. one of the sources that we have say that the mutual agent between Lily and Dominic was also able to offer his wife some reassurance because he was there at the restaurant that the the things weren't romantic. It was just a night out with with co-stars. Oh. But Rob... We have mm. to keep in mind that these two, Lily and Dominic, were filming a, a project together, and it's called the the Pursuit of Love from late mm. July to early October. Now, Dominic plays Lily's father in the in the project, which is kind of creepy. <laughs> it is and
2: creepy because yes. actors
1: right now because of there's so many strict rules for filming. They have to sign releases saying they will not see their family, their friends. They're in a bubble right now, and they can only really see the people they're working with. So you can imagine if you're in a bubble with someone, someone you're working with, spending 12, 14, 15 hours a day shooting with them, you know, I think it's easy for feelings to develop. I think it's easy for lines to blur. And I think that's probably exactly what happened here. The lines kind of blurred, and perhaps, you know, things got carried away. Rob, where do you stand on this? Mm,
2: I don't know. We've seen the pictures. They looked awfully cosy to me. It is suspicious, though, that a manager, an agent, was at that lunch. So in the photographs you've seen of them having lunch together outside in a room, where he definitely kisses her, puts his hand on her head. We've seen those photographs. What they've cut out of the pictures is there is is another person at that table. So maybe that changes my mind a little bit. And if this agent manager is saying that it was just a lunch, I was like, oh, it's a bit of a flirty lunch. But mm. nevertheless, I might believe it. I'm not sure I buy this COVID-19 bubble excuse. When people work on films or even in an office or a shop, you spend a lot of time with people. At the Naughty Gossip Office, we've not been there in months, but when we were going to my office, it's a really small office and only about six of us there. We spend hours and hours together each day. That doesn't mean we're ripping off our clothes and kissing each other, Mark. (laughs) I don't know. Like, they always say this about films, don't they, that the actors get a little carried away. But for me, working on a movie is the same as working in an office or or a shop or you know it's it's a job, and I think you should be professional, yeah. but am I, am I crazy? Yes, I do know emotions take over and you can feel lonely, but if you feel lonely, then go for a walk. what well, do you know what I mean? like you don't have to jump jump on someone else these pictures are 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 quite scandalous um this one's going to unravel you're absolutely right quickly before we go to break, so William and Harry both learned very different lessons from their parents' really, really messy marriage. That's Prince Charles and Princess Diana. So in the new book, The Battle of the Brothers, that's a good title, Mm -hmm. The Battle of the Brothers, author Robert Lacey, oh, I like his name, Robert Lacey, (laughs) was asked whether problems with Harry and William started when Meghan arrived. So a lot of us have blamed Meghan for all this. Robert said absolutely not These problems went way back. The source of the problem, he seems to think, is Princess Diana and Prince Charles. He said when the boys were young, they learnt from their parents and they are a product of marital turmoil. And they both took very different lessons from this. What William learned from his mom and dad is that he learnt the sense of duty. That one day he was going to be the king and that was strength for him. And he had to follow that. And duty was very important. That's why when he fell in love, he politely asked the girl, Kate Middleton, to wait nine or ten years before they got married to make sure she was up for the job. Kate waited and now she's going to be queen one day. They said that Harry, he took the opposite approach and the opposite conclusion from his parents' terrible marriage and he went for love. Mark, let me ask you, are you love or duty? Which path would you follow?
1: Such a good question. You know, I can't imagine the pressure that William and Harry both were under as kids knowing that their lives were kind of decided for them. I think Mm. we've seen Harry over the years be that bad boy who's kind of broken the rules out in Vegas partying and doing all the things you know I don't think Harry ever really thought he would be the king or anything like that so I think he's he's always had that freedom to do what he wanted to do and I think they lived different lives and it comes to me as no surprise that Harry
2: married quickly and and married and did what he wanted to do you know good for him Right, right. It is interesting. You don't have to be a prince or a princess, there to, to think about this. I'm quite romantic. I'm very romantic. I do follow my heart. Love is very important to me, but I'm actually shockingly responsible. I am. You are. And you are. I, I really, I know, because I come across as such a clown, which I am too. I mean, I'm terribly clumsy, but I do have a real good work ethic. And if mm-hmm. I say I'm going to do something, I do. Yep. If I commit to a job... I do it. I'm on time. I hate lateness. You're quite You're quite strict with yourself, though, Mark. You've got a really strong work ethic, no? I do. I love working,
1: and I like to be professional, and I think that's a respect you have to share with your, whoever you're working with, which, in this case, is you.
2: Oh, how dare you. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine it? Who do you think's got the most... Um, the most duty between the two of us who's love and who's duty i would argue i'm duty and your love would you agree i would agree with that <laughs> yeah I would go. agree. We're, we're gonna take a quick break but we will be right back
0: high five casino, high five casino is a social casino with real prizes and big vegas hits at high 5
4: Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at HomeDepot.com.
3: The best things in life. They come in twos. Two scoops of ice cream, two tacos. And now for a limited time, get our best deal of the year. Buy any phone when you switch to Consumer Cellular and get two months of service free. That's right, the same fast, reliable nationwide coverage as Big Wireless, now with two months free. Proof the best things in life really do come in twos. Visit ConsumerCellular.com or call 1-888-FREEDOM. Second and third month of monthly-based service fee waived for new customers with the purchase of a phone and activation by July thirty first, 2024. Taxes, fees, and third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. at purdueglobal.edu.
2: Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob shoot with my mate Mark Luper, who's back in Harlem. He's back in the city, causing trouble already, Mark? Of course, Rob. Oh, gosh. Those <laughs> boys uptown. Lock your doors, everybody. Mark's back. Lock them up. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the polls. Da-da-da. Thank you, Mark, for that drum roll. <laughs> it's terrible. So our poll yesterday was Bachelorette's Luke Parker has been ordered to pay $100,000 for breaching his contract. He talked too much and they're not allowed to without permission. Is this fair or is it outrageous? 81% said it's absolutely fair. He signed the contract, and now he should pay the price. Mark, you've worked on a lot of TV shows. You're very familiar with contracts. They're very clear. If you break them, you're going to get sued. I think I'm with the majority here. Where are you? I hate to say it, Robert, but that guy is a dumb ASS. This is <laughs> not
1: a smart move.
2: Oh, I know. The thing is, too, not only now does he owe them that money... He'll never, ever work in TV ever again, he, if, if any job. Do you not agree, if he goes for an oh, audition yeah. somewhere, even if it's on, like, a Wii TV's, what do they end up on? So when they, when they leave The Bachelorette and they can't get on Dancing with the Stars, they always end up on, like, couples therapy oh, on yeah, Wii like, TV. It's like, like the last stop on the celebrity scale for reality stars. He won't even get on that now <sighs> because of his big mouth. Hey, don't forget to vote on today's poll. Our Twitter page is at Naughty Nice Rama. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. You can vote there and be sure to check back tomorrow. Do you believe in love at first sight? I can't wait. Okay, let's move along because it is time for our nicest of the day.
3: Aww.
2: You sound like Wendy Williams when you do that. (laughs) 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 Who you got?
1: (laughs) Rob, this is a really, really good one. I think you're going to like it. Our nicest of the day and a whole lot more. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So he posted, Michael B. Jordan posted a sexy thirst trap picture that's kind of gone viral across the Internet. If you check out his page, you'll see it right away. He's shirtless. He's biting his lip and he's looking really sexual. Uh, But the picture was posted for a really, really good reason. He captioned the photo, vote early and included a few extra slides about information of how to vote. Rob, this picture got so much attention. Someone out of the country commented saying, I'm not an American, but somehow, somehow I'm a vote now. <laughs> that's know,
2: Rob, me. No, that's I'm an American, but oh, he looks delicious. I love that. When you're on the show on Thursdays, always your nicest of the day is a shirtless guy, Mark. I Uh love it. I love it. I love Uh it. You're our nicest of the day. And now it's time for our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, 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 naughty. So Britney Spears has won the right to expand her legal team in the conservatorship case. Britney won... This little battle against her father, Jamie Spears. She will be allowed to expand her team. Brittany is seeking to have her dad removed from the conservatorship, which has been in effect for 12 years. Her dad opposed this, saying that lawyers are costing too much money. We should point out that daddy's paid $130,000 a year to be the conservator. That's a lot of money. And also, too, in 2018... Britney's um, biggest expense the the most money she spent in the entire year was on legal fees over a million dollars this is just awful the only people that are winning here are the lawyers who are becoming rich 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 Britney Spears it makes me all so sad Mark I want her to be happy but at the same time if she needs help I want somebody looking out for her it's all just got so and no pun intended toxic it's just got all (laughs) so weird Mark aren't you sad about this one it makes me
1: mad you know Britney Spears is a national treasure and we yes. don't even deserve her. She's she's yes. done so much for us and now it's time for us to give back to her and I hope that she finds the peace that she's looking for.
2: Well said, my friend. And now it's time for a moment of rob. You get a 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 you get a, Robbie, a Robbie. Oh, don't, don't. Whether or not you want one, you get one. So uh, <laughs> we try to be a little bit more serious for just a moment. So whenever I get nervous, whenever I get scared, whenever I have to do something new, I think of Sarah Palin. Let me explain. <laughs> Never think of the best people out there. Never think of the most talented. When I go on TV, when I'm backstage in the dressing room, I don't think of Jimmy Fallon. He's brilliant. I don't think of Stephen Colbert. He's absolutely amazing. I think of the most average person I know who has achieved the greatest success. That sounds crazy, but that's what I do, and then I'm no longer nervous. If Sarah Palin can do it, then I can go on Wendy Williams for two minutes. If Sarah Palin can run for vice president then I can have my own podcast. Believe me, you are good enough. Stop setting yourself up against unrealistic expectations. Stop setting yourself up to be the next Brad Pitt. It's not, it's, not, it's not realistic and it doesn't help. Think of, think of the most averagely talented person and then you won't feel so bad. Does that sound crazy, Mark, or is there some truth there?
1: Rob, it's so true. You have to take one step at a time and get yourself to where you want to be. It's not going to all happen at once. And, you know, you have the talent in you, like you're saying.
2: You have it. You're good enough. Honestly, stop trying to be any better. You are good enough and stop waiting for the perfect moment to start because that perfect moment never comes. Start now and you will get better. There, that's our moment of Rob for today. Hey, Mark, thank you so much. We love having you on Thursday. Send our love to your mommy, Doris. Oh. Hello, Doris, if you're listening. How's your brother, Jonathan? <laughs> he's doing really well in North Carolina. Where's he live? Where's he? Is he back home? He lives in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, oh he's, he's such a good boy. You're he the is. bad one in the I family, yeah. I, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Naughty But Nice with Rob Show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Leave us a review. These reviews are really helping even if you just want to leave one for doris we'll take it all together now if you're going to be naughty you've got to be nice take care everybody
3: it's naughty but nice with
0: High five casino Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big vegas hits at highfivecasino.com